Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torn, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. Yo, what's going on? I'm fucking tired, bro. <laughs> Dude, last night, I, I had Chinese food, and my mom made these like um, egg rolls, and these egg rolls are fucking huge, and I was super bloated, and so I pass out. Mm. I'm feeling... Uh, I feel rusty. We've only... <laughs> We've only, we've only been gone a week. It feels like I haven't done this in a month. <laughs> um, speaking of which, didn't do one last week because my mouse broke. And for some reason, like I'm trying to do all the keyboard uh, commands, I guess. I don't know. And nothing was working. So I, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> um, but we're back now. And it's our 50th episode. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah, we have a great show for everyone this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about Werewolf by Night, which just came out this past Friday. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about some, some of the Marvel news that we missed from last week. And also, of course, uh, the stuff that, uh, from this week as well. But, uh, before that, what'd you watch these past couple weeks, Dorn? I haven't really been watching that many movies. Um, I did watch Knocked Up, directed by Judd Apatow. Featuring Seth Rogen, of course, the God. I did re- rewatch This Is the End. I fucking love This Is the End. It's one of my favorite Seth Rogen movies. Obviously, I'm a big Seth Rogen fan. And I also watched yesterday with my friend Leia. We watched House of a Thousand Corpses, directed by Rob Zombie. And um, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> as as for somebody who, like, for anyone who's watched Rob Zombie's movies... Um, you know that Rob Zombie is, he has his own style and it's out of this world is what I can really say for it. And House of a Thousand Corpses was like his uh, directorial debut. Overall, I thought the movie was fine. It's very dated for even like, even for like Rob Zombie. I felt like some parts were like a little too long because like both of us were falling asleep at some parts. It's honestly pretty short too. It's only like an hour and thirty minutes, but it felt <laughs> it felt longer than that. It felt like it was like two hours. But other than that, like I am gonna watch uh, more of his movies because, like, well, I watched the Halloween movies. I watched his like Halloween movies. It was pretty good. But I'm gonna watch um, his other movies because, like, in House of a Thousand Corpses, there's two other movies. And it's kind of like a trilogy. It's called the Firefly film series. Uh, so I'm gonna watch The Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell. So I'll watch those later on. You also saw yeah. uh, Birdman. I did see Birdman. That was that was really really good. That was awesome. I kind of mad at myself for not seeing it sooner, but I mean, better late than never. So true, true. Uh, I went on a was supposed to be a full, but it turned out turned out to be a mini Wes Anderson binge. Because some of the movies just aren't on streaming services, which is annoying. But I watched Bottle Rocket, The Royal Tenenbaums, and The Darjeeling Limited. Probably that's what mispronounced the that's, shit out of that. That's what it was. Bottle Rocket. So I was telling Leia, like, you went on a Wes Anderson binge. Yeah. So Bottle Rocket is his directorial debut. He did a, a Bottle Rocket short film, and then it it uh, it got the funding to, to be made into a full-length feature film. And of course, it stars Owen and Luke Wilson. They're great. Um, and you know, the Bottle Rocket was it was it was fine. I mean, it's his directorial debut for a directorial de- debut. Uh, pretty good. But then I went on to uh, well, this I think his second film was Rushmore. I couldn't find Rushmore, <laughs> so so I could, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a natural progression. But then I uh, watched The Royal Tenenbaums. And that was fantastic. I really like that one. It did certainly, I mean, you see it in Bottle Rocket, you know, the, the Wes Andersonisms, uh, sort of like in their infancy, but then it's, it's, it's full fledged Wes Anderson by the time Royal Tenenbaums rolls around. So he, he got there quick because I think Royal Tenenbaums is like his third film. Um, but yeah, it was just another fantastic entry into his filmography, his style. It's, most people like it, but it's still pretty divisive because not everyone's 100% soul on it. I love it. I don't know what it is about it, but it just it makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I uh, the only the only movie I've seen of Wes Anderson was Fantastic Mr. Fox, which I absolutely love. 
I want to watch his other movies because, like, I went on HBO Max yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of been sleeping on on HBO Max just because, like, the Since category the is so it's so yeah because of the incident I had, which I didn't have it for like you know like why well, I, I didn't have it like for like a while, but other than that, like, I feel like HBO Max is like overwhelming because like there's just so much stuff there is a lot like, yeah like there's a lot so um yeah the i did see a lot of Wes anderson movies on hbo max so i want to give those a try but i also want to watch isle of dogs i think that's on disney plus i think last time i yeah, checked it has a mr fox is on disney plus i was gonna watch the french dispatch but then i i didn't because <laughs> i don't know i just felt like ah, i don't want to I don't want to watch it until I see the rest of his movies. I don't know why. That's what oh, I did. You're going, chrono- you're going to chronological order. Yeah, well, that's why. That was the plan. Or, or, or release, release, yeah, release yeah. order. But uh, then I watched I, the Darjeeling Limited, and I liked it less than the Royal Tenenbaums, but not by much. Uh, it's it felt it came out it, it came out after the Royal Tenenbaums, but it felt more dated, or not maybe not more dated, but it, it felt more like Bottle Rocket because it had less of his. Uh, Wes Andersonisms because a lot of a lot of the West a lot of Wes Anderson movies uh, like the Royal Tenenbaums or the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is so far still my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Um, they feel like filmed stage plays. Yeah, uh, they have this weird vibe <laughs> to them, and everything's like weird and perfect. And. Uh, the Darjeeling Limited did not feel like that because a lot of it was filmed on an actual train in actual locations. There weren't really any sets. And so it felt really real world, which was it was great. And then uh, I, I actually I knew a little bit about the Royal Tenenbaums going in, but I knew nothing about the Darjeeling Limited uh, going in. I saw a few clips before, but that that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah, I had a good I had a good time. I didn't I, I don't really. uh that one didn't hit as hard as Royal Tenenbaums. I really like the Royal Tenenbaums. Freaking Gwyneth Paltrow's in that. You know, I was just like, it's, fucking, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know. <laughs> I think the only thing I've seen her in outside of the Iron Man movies is Seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it, it. yeah. Well, so good then, thing for one, Wes no. Anderson. He's from, he's from Houston, so. Yeah, he's from Texas, which is weird. <laughs> when you watch his movies, it's like, this guy's from Texas? <laughs> really? I feel like seeing Austin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because yeah, he got he got a BA from UT. Yeah, so I guess it makes but, sense. I don't know. For me, like it's always like refreshing, yet like kind of weird seeing like a celebrity from like Texas because like I mean, there's a lot of them out there. Tommy Lee Jones. But, Tommy Lee Jones from Texas. I think so. Troy Baker's from Texas. I, I'm looking at Tommy Lee Jones right now. I know he lives in Texas at the oh, very least. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. He was born in San Saba. Boom. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like kind of refreshing because like, I feel like every celebrity I see is like all oh, from like California or like someplace like from fucking Ohio or something. I don't know. It's, it's always like never Texas whenever I see most celebrities. Oh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey is an obvious one. <laughs> That's from Texas. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. And he teaches at UT. I'm sure Owen Wilson's probably from Texas. <laughs> think so let me see yep he's from dallas yep okay there's more there's more celebrities than i thought it's a big well, state it is a big state jamie fox is from texas that's fucking okay, okay. <laughs> sorry to eat my words now yeah he's from terrell texas selena gomez is from texas yes yeah, okay <laughs> oh, oh yeah michelle rodriguez is from texas she's a letty in the fast furious movies robert rodriguez is from texas <laughs> Oh well, yeah, that makes sense. Did I tell you that I like San Antonio specifically? Yeah. Did I tell you that like I know somebody who knows like the Santicos family and they know Robert Rodriguez? No. I yeah, mean, it's not surprised that they know Robert Rodriguez. But <laughs> yeah. So like I, I have a friend. Well, he's not even like a friend. He's like a well, he's a family friend, and he helps us out a little bit. And he was saying, I told him that I wanted to be like a filmmaker. And he, and he saying, said, like, "Yikes! Good luck." No, he, he was like, "Well, like I know, like, uh, someone who like works in the Santicos family, and they know about Robert, Robert Rodriguez, so I can like give them your information." I was like, yes. <laughs> "Excuse me, <laughs> the Robert like, Rodriguez." 
was like, wow, the Robert Rodriguez, the one who made Spy Kids. Yeah, can you can you contact him for me and tell him that I really didn't like Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> his episodes. Oh. <laughs> this is this is this is before that. This is before Book of Boba Fett even like came out. It was like a it was like a it was like a year or two ago. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll be Robert Rodriguez one day. I hope. So that's it. Yeah. That's it for me. That is it for me as well, which means we should move on to the news. Uh, we got a lot of news to catch up on. So let's just go right on ahead and get started. The Last of Us trailer came out, the first Last of Us trailer, and God, it's gorgeous. Amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Those sets, I don't even care. The show's garbage. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> I wish we got uh, some more lines from Pedro Pascal. I just want to hear them. That's all I want. I just want to hear him. He looks great. He does look great. And of course, uh, Bella Ramsey looks good too. We still haven't seen too much of her, so it's hard to really get a, a grasp on uh, what uh, on her performance. Uh, we got we saw a little bit more of Nick Offerman, which is great. <laughs> I'm super excited to see him, uh, not in the environment of Parks and Recreation, uh, but yeah. I'm super excited for this. I don't, th- I, I don't think I've ever been this excited for a video game adaptation period. I, I think, um, yeah, I don't think I, yeah, ever. Cause previously the best video game movie adaptation was the live action super Mario brothers movie from the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I unironically love that movie. It's, it's a guilty pleasure of you. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, next piece of news. The community movie is happening. Yes. Oh, my God. My dreams. The hashtag finally came into fruition. Hashtag six seasons and a movie. If anyone hasn't seen community, what the fuck? What are you doing? Get on that shit. Get on. Stop listening to this. I don't, I don't even give it. Stop listening to this. Go watch community. It's on Netflix. And I think it's on Hulu as well. Maybe they took it off. Hulu. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. It's on, yeah, it's on Hulu. I think. Find it. it. Doesn't matter. Find, find the version with the D and D episode. Yeah. The D and D episode. Yeah. Which was wrongfully said. I can't get into that. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just yeah, get mad. Say, let's, let's say that for another day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go watch Community. God, fantastic show. And we're finally getting a movie. It's it, it's also right now, Yvette Nicole Brown and Donald Glover are not signed on, but Yvette is like, she's excited. I mean, they're going to close a deal. And Dan Harmon, the creator of Community, uh, in his writing, the movie, uh, also said that he expects donald glover to come back so i'm not too worried and donald said he'd want to do it anyway a good thing is like i mean i want him to come back too because like man i mean the show is the the show he he is the heart of the show they didn't feel the same about him i think people exaggerate when they're like the show was trash after he left like calm down (laughs) yeah it wasn't it wasn't like that bad but you could tell that it it took a dip don't get me wrong but like the creativity on that show like you, you can you still compare like the weaker seasons to a lot of TV, it's still a damn good show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also, some of the additions, like Frankie in season six. First, I was like, I don't know about this, but she was great, especially the way she treated the dean. Anyway, uh, super excited, can't wait for that. It should, I think it's coming out next year on Peacock, which is a little annoying, but fuck it, I'll buy Peacock for this. <laughs> Hopefully, it gets a physical release. God, I wanted it. Oh, yeah, I want to see it in theaters. True, true. I would, I would legit go to theaters to see this. That'd be amazing. I, 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 I will. I literally like, like I will buy my ticket. Like, I'll, I'll, I will literally harass the theater for me to give them a ticket so I can watch it in theaters. Same. It's so. It. it oh my god! I'm so excited considering I binged the series in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna need a uh, refresher binge. I do need a refresher binge. Yeah, but it's uh, kind of it's kind of funny. It's going to Peacock, and Peacock is NBC, and the show originally aired on ABC or ABC yeah, NBC, yeah. and like every year they're on the verge of cancellation <laughs> because it was an old it was an older regime at the time, and like I, I, one of the higher ups just didn't understand the show, and <laughs> just and just was was kind of against it. You can you can see it in each season; the budget gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> Uh, but 
they i mean they used the budget really well they 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 uh did what they could but then by season five they were canceled after season five and they got picked up by yahoo of all places when they were trying to do a streaming service and then uh yahoo <laughs> yahoo went went under <laughs> they killed a streaming service and then now it's back at nbc so <laughs> Also, I think they, I think Peacock got the streaming rights, so it might leave Netflix, but also I think it's a non-exclusive streaming rights, so maybe it'll stay on Netflix. I don't know. I don't know the situation. Regardless, community movie, exciting. Uh, this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Scott Silver, who wrote The Joker, or The Joker, who wrote Joker from 2019, Malcolm Spellman, who's writing Captain America 4 and wrote The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Matthew Mixon will write the script for the Spawn movie. Still starring yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, that shit's gonna be fired. Yeah, we just we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We're like, there's no, there's not a, we haven't gotten a lot of Spawn news, and then boom, <laughs> Spawn news. We manifested this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, super exciting. Uh, kind of. I mean, we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, where Jamie Foxx was like, we, it's gonna be like Joker esque, and it's like, the fuck does that mean? And now they got the writer for Joker. <laughs> So that's, uh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Uh, but, you know, I'm optimistic. Anything's going to be better than the first one. <laughs> so, Yeah, for sure. Dude, oh my God. I saw the, I saw clips of uh, Bond from 99. I I can't tell you how fast I, I searched the screen, bro. The CG. The CG. Oh my God. It does, like, it does not hold up, bro. Not at all. It, it it's so crazy because, like, you know, yeah, there, there's like a lot of CG, like from like our earlier movies, even like my fucking like Terminator that still holds up. I only like parts of like Terminator that like were, I mean, looks wonky was like the robot moving. Yeah, but other than that, that that's like that's, Jurassic that's Park fine. classic, obviously. Yeah, Jurassic Park for sure. But when I watch Spawn, I'm like, oh, ooh, ooh, yeah, nah, weird. Uh, moving on to some DC news. Uh, Industry insider David Ferracci. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for mispronouncing those. David David Ferracci. I don't know how to pronounce your name, my boy, but you know, uh, on his uh, Marvel Vision podcast, uh, he said that some behind the scenes evidence suggests that Warner Brothers is making another Superman movie with Henry Cavill due to Dwayne The Rock Johnson's negotiations. He said, "Quote." I got some more information about this. It's not like specific. It's all behind the scenes stuff that I thought was kind of fascinating, which is that the reason why Henry Cavill has returned to Superman and black Adam is because the rock demanded it. Like he went hard full court press on Warner brothers and made them go to Henry Cavill. And they had to sign a new deal with Henry Cavill, including saying that they're going to develop a new Superman movie. And it was all because of the rock insisted. <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy how the rock has so much faith in DC. He is. <laughs> And it's Lord just the, the rock has so much power <laughs> you're right like but, i mean it really is all about drive and all about power oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, we say hungry we divide put in the work and put in the hours and take us hours <laughs> good to know that the rock stands by his words right but i overall i am ex- i am very happy about the news um Henry Cavill deserves way more um than what than what he was given. Um I generally think he is the best man on screen. I'm kidding. Well he could be. Could he be. just hasn't gotten the chance. Yeah. I still think that he is a great superman in his own right, for sure. Yeah, and that movie comes out in two weeks. Yeah. Which I, what the hell? I just said speed up. I didn't even know tickets were available <laughs> i want to go see it i want to we'll go see. see it too but like now i'm like oh i, I, ooh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> i mean we'll yeah. see it <laughs> oh man that's just on two weeks that shit just snuck up on us it really did because I, mean, I kept seeing trailers it said like october i was like oh okay like october and you know that's not that not that far it's not that and far it's, but it's still kind of far and then it's like hey it's it's right here it's here <laughs> Right. I can't believe we're getting a Superman movie with Henry Cavill just because The Rock was like, hey, uh, can we get this? And, Thanks. you know, Superman is going to be in Black Adam, supposedly. That's yeah. the rumor, but it's super exciting. Hopefully he actually has yeah. a head. 
Yeah, and let's hope he doesn't have a floating mustache. True. Or it's just a silhouette. A floating lip. Yeah. I still can't believe awesome. James Gunn got that shit in Peacemaker. It's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, I still can't believe Aquaman fucks fishes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. As am I. Moving on to some Marvel news. In an interview with Empire Magazine, uh, Tenel Cuerta says that Namor is indeed a mutant in the MCU. Yes. 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 Thank you. Thank you. We won. We won. Yes. But how does that make any sense? What does that What does that mean for the continuity? What it means is that this all happened before Miss Marvel. Where does the, Where does Professor X come from, bro? Where are, are they? Waiting. Where are all the mutants? They're hiding. Where? When? In New York. New, you York. New York. You know how New York is. It's an <laughs> IRG taste They're all in New York. <laughs> I mean, bro, that's how it is in comics. Everyone lives in New York. I mean, that's, I mean, that's true. I mean, she looks in L.A. That's true. Speaking of she hulk Mm. Yeah, God. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, we'll talk yeah. about it next week because that's the finale. <laughs> just say, j- just let's just say that we're excited. We were excited for She Hole. Yeah, we're yet finale. Yet we, we felt bad. We felt bad. For Very it. bad. Very bad. But man, that, that's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> first mutant. So it's fitting because you know Namor. Yes. Uh, this is according to Variety. Kevin Feige teases Elizabeth Olsen's return as Wanda Maximoff in the MCU, saying, "Quote: I don't know that we saw her under a rubble." <laughs> he said. <laughs> he also said, "Quote: There really is so much more to explore. We still haven't touched on many of her core storylines from the comics." So he basically Ooh. said what I said in our review. It's like we. I mean, the rubble fell, and then we saw that little puff of red, and it's like, okay, <laughs> she's alive. Yeah. Can't kill the Scarlet Witch. You can't kill her off. Absolutely not. And speaking of returning Marvel characters that you know was up in the air, uh, Oscar Isaac just recently has seemingly confirmed that he'll return as Moon Knight in the MCU, saying, "Quote: All I can say is that this isn't the last we've heard of the system that is Moon Knight. Whether that means yeah. a season two or an appearance elsewhere, I don't know. But more Moon Knight is good news for me. So." Moon Knight and Werewolf by Night, yes, please. Yes, which we're gonna, we're, we'll, be, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, but, you know, I need more Moon Knight. <laughs> give, it, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Black Panther Wakanda Forever's runtime is confirmed to be two hours and 41 minutes, making it the second longest MCU move, or third longest. I think Eternals is longer. Regardless, How long is it? two hours and 41 minutes. Oh, yeah, that shit gonna be fire. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, it's too short crowd can shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm actually more excited about Wakanda Forever than the, than the first one. Oh, absolutely! Like, like I, I was excited for the first one just based off like, oh, he was really cool in Civil War. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot riding on this one, and also just looks gorgeous. So, mm-hmm. I, I know, like, I know, like, I, I, I'm gonna get hit in the feels whenever I see this, bro. You're seeing it twice. I am no. I'm seeing it four times. Huh. So I'm seeing it. <laughs> I'm seeing it on Thursday, seeing it on Friday, seeing it on Saturday and Sunday. Are you actually? No, I'm not. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, you yeah. madman. No, I was, uh, I'm, see- I'm seeing it twice. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Friday, I'm seeing Saturday. it Thursday. I'm gonna spoil oh. you. Okay, can't wait to tell you that. Sure, he is the new Black Panther. Speaking of which, we got a new Black Black Panther trailer. <laughs> Which showed a lot more Ironheart, which was cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks looks great. Uh, there was a shot that was like exactly the same to that one shot in Infinity War. I was like, hey, look at that. <laughs> Infinity War. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I don't remember that shot. As long as well, she's... As long as her character's different. That's <laughs> all I care about. But yeah. uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. But again, the movie looks gorgeous. Freaking Namor has the the wings on his ankles, and he can fly with them, which is ridiculous, <laughs> but it, great, amazing. I I can't wait for Namor. He's gonna be like, I am the first mutant, and then Wakanda's gonna be like, the fuck does that mean? Ooh, just that movie is always so good. Yeah, we got a we got a, our first glimpse at the new Black Panther suit, which again is obviously Shuri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the actors was like, the fans haven't guessed it yet. Yes, we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> it's it's Shuri. She says it's got the it's got her her face markings and everything. It's Shuri. 
it's 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 looking great. I'm excited. We're ready. We're prepared. Kind of. This is according to Vanity Fair. Emma uh, Emma Caulfield Ford will reprise her role as Dottie in Agatha Coven of Chaos. So we're definitely going to be getting a direct continuation from where WandaVision ended because yes. she's, you know, trapped or whatever as her as her nosy neighbor self, presumably. And Dottie's back. So that's good. She was good. Yeah. Anyway, this is according to Jeff Snyder. Uh, Bassam Tariq will no longer direct Blade, unfortunately, and the film is now delayed indefinitely. Um, the film was slated to begin shooting this November. Uh, Tariq will remain on as executive producer, which is just industry speak for we fired him, <laughs> but we're going to keep some of the things that he already worked on. <laughs> Um, and apparently according to Jeff Snyder, the current blade script was roughly 90 pages and featured exactly two lackluster action sequences, which honestly is kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to gauge what that even means. Cause like lackluster action, sequ- what does that even mean? Cause like when you're writing a script, it's like they fight, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not going to necessarily detail like every piece of the fight in a script. That's not really... It's not what that's for. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but unfortunate news. It's bad news regardless because, you know, it's delayed and they have to find a new director and they're going to uh, rewrite the entire script now. They're getting the uh, lead writer of, I believe, I believe it was Moon Knight and now he's doing X-Men 97 uh, to come and rewrite the entire script. So this is bad news regardless, but it can be good news. Feige obviously fired him for a reason. So it's likely that we're going to get a better movie anyway. And I'd rather him nip this in the bud now than have them have to deal with this while shooting the movie, you know? Yeah. So I think it's going to be a net positive, but it, it sucks right now. Also, he said, apparently Marshall Ali is frustrated with the production of, or with how the film production is going, which of course he is. You know, this is this would be this is it's frustrating for fans. I mean, I can't imagine how he feels about it. But yeah, this is also according to Jeff Snyder. Marvel Studios is considering recasting Thaddeus Ross in the MCU, and their top choice is Harrison Ford. <laughs> but it's unclear if he passed on the role or not. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, did, I, did, I, did some, I did see some news about that. Yeah. So as we know, William Hurt unfortunately passed away, and you know he played. Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. And so they're considering recasting and some people are mad because they're like, so you, you recast Ross, but you won't recast T'Challa. And it's like, this kind of a fair point, <laughs> but um, it says they're considering recasting. So they might not even go through with it, but Harrison, Harrison Ford is like, he's old. <laughs> I love Harrison Ford, but like he wasn't, he wasn't that far off William Hurt, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, he, Harrison Ford's 80. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. But I think William Hurt died when he was 72. So, so Harrison Ford is even older. And it's like, if you're, like, we want to get someone that's like, you know, not going to die in the next two months. I mean, maybe, maybe Harrison Ford is the way to go. You know, I think he would be a good choice, although I feel like he'd just grumble through the entire thing. Regardless, right. he might have passed on the role anyway. So, True. Some people were saying to get, uh, what's his name back from Hulk 2003? What's his yeah. name? I always forget his name. Uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, that could work. It could work, I, yeah. I go, I'm probably the same person, low-key. <laughs> yeah. I knew they were the same person, because my mom loves Sam Elliott. He's <laughs> Sam Elliott, seventy-eight. He's seventy-eight. He's yeah. seventy-eight. He's old. I mean, Harrison Ford looks good for his age. He does. Still old though. <laughs> um, but this is according to the Hollywood Reporter, and has since been confirmed uh, by Marvel Studios, I believe. Uh, Don Cheadle's Armor Wars is now being changed from a Disney Plus series to a movie. Su- yes, yeah, super super cool. Uh, that's great for. Rhodey as a character. Good, good for Rhodey, and we don't have to follow that fucking six-episode shit with the Disney Plus series. Yeah, and also, 
I am, I imagine it's it's great for budgetary reasons. That's like six hours of Iron Man suits. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't want I don't want any bad looking Iron Man suits, but I I bet this is because because back during Comic Con it wasn't on the slate, and people were like, "Well, what the fuck's happening with Armor Wars?" And Don Cheadle was like, "It's still happening." So I imagine during that time they were reworking it, and maybe with the story they were like, "It's not really working as a series," or maybe the story there's not enough story to uh, justify six episodes or something like that. So they decided to rework into a movie. Which great choice. I'm I'm kind of expecting, and you know with uh, Werewolf by Night coming out. I'm kind of expecting them to take a lot of these series that they are thinking of producing and either reworking them to be films or reworking them to be these special presentations. Because yeah. I think I think that would I think that would work really well, especially for the very especially for the smaller stuff like Werewolf by Night. Because like I mean, we'll get into you know our thoughts on it, but like they could have easily made that a series. And whether it would have worked as well or not, you know, I mean, we'll talk about it, but uh, I, I, I imagine we'll be seeing a lot more special presentations and maybe even some of the announced shows being turned into films. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the characters should be given that treatment a lot more. Yeah, I you feel know. like when Disney Plus started coming out, Feige got excited. <laughs> he was like, shows, <laughs> just put everything in the shows. And, and now I think he's uh, he's. He's, he's walking it back a little bit. Yeah. Which is good. Definitely. Yeah. So this is according to Deadline. Uh, people are upset about this. <laughs> Apparently, Michael Waldron is set to write the script for Avengers Secret Wars. Yeah. How are we feeling? <laughs> um, I mean, like, I don't think Michael Waldron is, like, bad. I enjoyed Multiverse of Madness. Um, and Loki. And Loki as well. Um, so I'm not, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, like somebody else would have been better, obviously, but then again, Secret Wars is like four years away. So things could happen. Things could change, you know? Yeah. And like four, four, I mean, four years time or really like three years, uh, to write this script, I think, I think would be fine. But like, as far as my thoughts about them, uh, I thought Loki was great. Uh, obviously one of the best Disney plus series. Most people would agree with that despite as much as people hate Michael Waldron, Michael Waldron, they'll praise Loki or they'll try to be different and say Loki was trash <laughs> because Michael Waldron's involvement. But a lot of the Michael Waldron hate comes from his multiverse of madness, which a lot of people were upset by uh, for a multitude of reasons, just people not liking it in general uh, with the script or the, the Wanda's arc or the fact that he said in an, inter- in an interview, Oh, we didn't watch WandaVision or whatever, which doesn't even just get, he doesn't have to watch the series to understand whatever. I'm not going to get into that, but multiverse of madness went through a lot of shit. It did. Uh, Scott Derrickson was obviously doing it. I believe Michael Waltram was even writing the script at the time. I think it was Scott Derrickson who was doing it. Um, I believe. And of course, he left the project due to creative differences. Um, and of course they brought Sam Raimi on Michael Waldron starts, starts writing it. Obviously this whole thing has to be expedited because they still have deadlines. And, but then the pandemic hits and things are delayed and it's like, okay, well, if it's delayed, they have more time to write, but psych now they have to rework everything because it was supposed to come out uh, before Spider-Man No Way Home, but now it's coming out after Spider-Man No Way Home, so they have to make that work with that, and it, it's just a mess. <laughs> it's just a mess from a behind-the-scenes standpoint. So I, I'm, I'm not, honestly, I don't put a ton of the blame on Michael Waldron. So people are also saying, like, how, how are you going to get the guy that says he doesn't even understand how the multiverse works? That's not what he said. He said he regretted making such definite rules for the multiverse in Loki. That's what he said. Um, but he also probably didn't even know he was going to write Dr. Strange. So, <laughs> um, but regardless, I, I really, I really don't think it was his fault. I think he's a fine writer. Again, he did great with Loki <laughs> as much as people, uh, anyone. I, I mean, it's fine not to like this show, but I mean, the energy that people have to hate on, that show, come on, <laughs> chill. 
Yeah. Um, like I said, like I, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, there's all, I mean, there's always something better, but for now, like there is still time to make changes because the film is going to be like four years away. So yeah. not bad. I think he's also writing a star Wars movie. I don't remember. I feel like, but he also, he's, I mean, he's written for like Rick and Morty and stuff. And like, he's, a, he's an experienced writer. He's, he's fine. It's not like it's, 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 it's he's not new to this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's whatever. It'll be, it'll, it'll be fine. He's it's, He's also got a lot of time because again, multiverse of madness expedited production. He didn't, he's not going to have, he didn't have three years to write Dr. Strange. <laughs> so anyway, Deadpool three, it's going to release on September 9th, 2024. Sick. Also expected. Although I think one of the, I think one of the films was delayed from like February, 2024 to September. I think that's what this was <laughs> or what that was. But anyway, who cares about that? Because Ryan Reynolds uh, put on his YouTube channel and, you know, all the social medias made the announcement. Hugh Jackman will return as Wolverine in Deadpool 3. Incredible. Finally, sorry, I was looking to fucking shut up about, oh my god, Hugh Jackman, like Hugh Jackman forever, no one can replace him with Wolverine. But, you know, he's back, and I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm super excited about this. I mean, when Deadpool was, became an actual reality, back in like 2015, 2016, it was the, I mean, the, the question on, well, I mean, not the question, but everyone was sort of expecting not at some point, not necessarily in that first film, but was hoping at some point that him and Wolverine would eventually meet <laughs> because, yeah. you know, their dynamic and, you know, just the way they interact in the comics is everyone loves it. And Ryan Reynolds has gone on record multiple times before this announcement and before even the Disney Fox stuff and after uh, said that the plan for Deadpool three was always going to be uh, a Wolverine Deadpool road trip movie. And, you know, obviously Hugh Jackman did Logan and that was going to be the bookend for his character and his, his time as Wolverine and stuff like that. But now of course <laughs> he's, he's back, he's back. And, you know, like you know, there's most people are happy about it, but you also have the people saying like, Oh, but Logan was such a perfect send off it's not the Logan version. So you don't just chill. It's not, it's not that deep. That's like, that's like having like old man Logan coming out and seeing him, seeing Wolverine in a Spider-Man comic being like, Oh, but we had old man Logan and that was perfect. Like you can have different <laughs> interpretations of the character. Like it, it just happens to be played, but played by Hugh Jackman again. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so this is super exciting. I don't know what to expect from this other than the fact that it's probably going to be a road trip movie. Um, they're probably going to start production. They'd have to start production sometime next, either summer or fall of next year. So that's great. Obviously, Sean Levy, Levi, whatever is directing. So yeah, and Sean Le- it, Levi Levy worked with Hugh Jackman on Real Steel, so they have a already a working relationship. And yep. of course, he worked with Ryan Reynolds two times on Free Guy and The Adam Project. So. Only for the unofficial Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds trilogy. Hell yeah. What if they released a Sean, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Sean Levi Levy box set? <laughs> Just those three movies. That was funny as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, that is the news of the week, uh, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is Werewolf by Night, which just came out this Friday. And yeah, what you, you seem to enjoy it more than i did oh you didn't enjoy it as much well no, well no i i mean uh, well I'll, i mean i'll get you, to it i, I expect it i just i expected you, you like to, it <laughs> i expected you to like it i just didn't think you would like it as much as you did yeah i really i really really enjoyed it um you know definitely and you know i like i said you know you know me i'm not a fan of like you know black and white films but you know of course with this being marvel and being a Love by Night project, I was very excited for this. Um, I love, first off, I'm going to say Michael Giacchino should start directing more shit because this is really, really good. Yeah, what an impressive um, directorial debut. Exactly. And of course, he yeah. did the music as well. Yes. Bro really does not sleep. Yes, he, does, he doesn't sleep, dude. 
God, man, man, I love that man. But yeah, this was this was amazing. I love how it was a you know a homage to the Universal Monsters movies from the 30s and 40s. Uh, but other than that, like you know, it's it just felt refreshing not only to like you know just it was refreshing to like you know all all the audiences involved because like you know it was something that like um it was different it didn't really like i mean it's in the mcu but it doesn't take place like you know within like the main timeline or whatever or um but it's also something that's just like um it was like its own thing and it was like i said it was very refreshing to see like you know new characters and even like where by night who like not a lot of comic book fans or not, not a lot of casuals know about them. So for them to for them to be on screen of like um in this like nice little like horror miniseries was just really, really nice to see. Um and it was a really good length. Um it was it wasn't it didn't drag on too much. It was honestly just right. Yeah, fifty five minutes. Yeah, fifty five minutes including just, credits. Yeah, including credits, which are accompanied by amazing score by Jakino himself. But yeah, like, you know, the action was amazing, you know, had a nice bit of, you know, gore and blood, which was amazing. Um, I love how, you know, they could get away with the blood with it being black black and white, which is I mean, I guess it's still amazing to see. And even the introducing of Man Thing or Ted, fucking amazing. I just love everything about this so much. Yeah. We're probably just gonna do spoilers because it's I mean there's not really a lot to non-spoiler yeah yeah so yeah so beware i guess (laughs) if you care about spoilers um but yeah i was not well i shouldn't say i was not expecting to uh like this because i i mean when it came when it the the trailer initially released and well really when it was just rumored i was just like okay werewolf by night that's interesting oh it's gonna be like a, a a short special presentation thing like a the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, it's directed by composer Michael Giacchino. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know what this is going to be like. Oh, uh, okay. So it's a, it's a homage to universal monsters, like 20, 20s, thirties, forties horror. Okay. And then the trailer came out. I was like, Oh, that looks interesting. Of course, I mean, you know, man things in it. And it's like, Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking man thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, some of the action looked, pretty good and uh but you know i'm not necessarily i mean i don't if it's black and white it's black and white i don't don't really have an issue with that but like you know the 20s 30s monster horror movie what i like i don't i don't care (laughs) i care about that that kind of stuff so the fact there was an homage to it i uh, that didn't that part didn't intrigue me um so i was expect i was going into this expecting to be like yeah it was fine um it came out of it it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, so you know, it, it, I'm just based on the train. You know, you you sort of know going in uh, what's going on. Uh, that main guy is werewolf by night, and I still like. There's the whole thing with like the bloodstone and whatever, <laughs> and what uh, the family and stuff like that. And there's a maze or something, and they're fighting for the bloodstone and they're all hunters. Um, Jessica Jones is in this, which is fun. <laughs> she really does look like her. Yeah. Laura Donnelly. Yeah. Might as well be a long lost twin. This takes place like modern day, doesn't it? It does. Cause, well, cause like it was black and white and shit. I was like, maybe this takes place, you know, like twenties, thirties, but like there was like, I mean, those guards had like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some people actual were saying, armor on, they had tasers and shit. Yeah, some people were saying it was like you know, like like the TVA, which which it definitely wasn't. Yeah, I kind of uh, I could kind of see that for, if just by watching the trailer. But yeah, they definitely were the TVA. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna assume it does take place like you know somewhere in like modern day. Oh wait a minute, it, it should be it should be on the MCU timeline on Disney Plus. Well, good thing I have the app. Oh, I got one for it to download. Shit. Yeah, I I didn't update it. It's okay, I got uh, it. I got. I, oh, you got it? Yeah, I got it. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, timeline order. After Thor: Love and Thunder. 
after Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, so technically it's the most recent thing in the MCU, timeline-wise. Awesome. Okay, well then, take back what I said about it not, uh, you know, being its own thing. Okay, so it does take place in the timeline, so that's good. Which also uh, <laughs> makes it easier to have him and Moon Knight crossover, huh? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because I think it was one... No, no, I think Moon Knight de- debuted in a Werewolf by Night cover, or vice versa, I don't know. But I don't know, like, whenever people talk about Moon Knight, comic book fans usually associate with Werewolf by Night. Right, I think Moon Knight's first appearance was in a Werewolf by Night comic. Yeah, okay, good. So then, because, you know, like, one of the things when this was coming out, they wanted, uh, comic book fans um, wanted him to be with Moon Knight, which would be fucking cool, obviously. But, um, but yeah, like, going back to what you said about, you know, the uh, Universal Monsters thing, you know, how you were intrigued by it. Uh, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, in a way, I don't think I'll ever go and watch, like, a Universal Monsters film yeah like on, on my own time but for me is that like when it comes to stuff like that i always have an appreciation for it yeah just because people do like those things and like they are very influential uh in like many projects that will come to like the feature and stuff of the past yeah I, you know like for like one day i'm just i'm never gonna be like shit i'm gonna watch fucking frankie son like i'm not gonna do that <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, like you know like, like i said i have an appreciation for it it's the invisible there man. i respect it yeah, it's like, you know, if I wanted to watch The Invisible Man, I'll go watch... The new one. The Yeah, I'll go watch the new one, or, like, I'll revisit Hollow Man, because Hollow Man is, like, I mean, even though it's not, it's not a great movie, it's a, it's a guilty pleasure of mine, because I watched it when I was a child. But, yeah. I really, really like this project um, a lot. You gave it five and stars. I did give it five stars, because... Because not only that, not only like was not only was it kind of like you know its own thing. It's like you know it's kind of like more of a self-contained thing, but it was very stylistic in its in its own right. And like I said, it just was very refreshing. Like it, it was very refreshing uh, to see like something so small that could you know something something as small as that like give it like more more heart to me so and like i said you know it was directed and composed by michael giacchino so that makes that kind of brings it up a little bit for me and i'm excited to see more werewolf by night i'm actually gonna check his comics in soon because that was jack russell werewolf by night um there's also another one as well there's another werewolf by night a werewolf yeah. Um, well, I I wanted to talk a little bit about the design because some people were weren't hundred uh, percent happy with the design of the actual werewolf, and I kind of get their point. Like they wanted to be more, you know, wolf like, but at the same time, like he looks pretty accurate to the original wool werewolf looking boy, which yeah. is a bit more human than wolf. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing too. Because like, um. Yeah, you know, he wasn't like a complete furry. Um, he looked. He looks. He looks animalistic in the same way that Beast looks animalistic. That level. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I felt like you know, with him having some like you know human features is fine because the because you know it's kind of a way of him not wanting to be a werewolf all the time. Yeah, and, and like, it says it's also if you know it calls for it. He can emote <laughs> better. Yeah, yeah. That comes through a lot more. So yeah. So you know, like I, I think I think it's fine. Um, and I feel like the people who are complaining about it, they're, they're just like little nitpicks. Like I feel like they're just like little nitpicks more than anything, which I can I can get behind a nitpick or two. Um, but I but overall, like I said, it's very refreshing to the audience because yeah, even the fandom too. Like we talk about the fandom every every goddamn week because they're just so fucking insufferable. But people really liked this a lot, and that kind of like that brings me peace, so I can not so I can sleep at night. Yeah, I'm very surprised by the reception of this. Like I thought, I thought like like the critics critical score came out, and it's like okay, as an homage to the 20s and 30s, like people are the critics are really enjoying it. That makes a lot of sense. 
uh, especially if it's, you know, it's, it's actually good. But like, I expected the audience score to be a lot more divided because, you know, this vibe, uh, isn't for everyone, but people, yeah. are, people are loving it. <laughs> it's, yeah, people, yeah, people are really loving this and it, it's just like, it's great. It's great to see people actually liking shit for once instead of it being fucking hated. Yeah. Uh, man. Finally yeah. have a win. <laughs> right. It's a ninety four percent audience score. It's really good. Like like it feels good to be like it feels good to be a Marvel fan at this point right now. Especially after that She Hulk episode. <laughs> yeah. She Hulk and Wherever by Night were like What a great back to back. Right, exactly. It's man, a week of peace. True. <laughs> yeah. Like, like this is the first time I didn't dread going on social media. Right, I thought I would dread after that after the She Hulk episode because, like, even though I enjoyed it, spoiler alert for next week, I guess. Uh, like, I was like, oh, I imagine pe- some people are just going to be really annoying about this, and there there are those people out there. That's gonna that's inevitable, but it was a lot more universally loved, both of them, uh, more than I was expecting. So that's, that's really nice. It's a nice break. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm always it, it it was just really great seeing all that stuff. But yeah, yeah, nonetheless, um, I really love Werewolf by Night, obviously. And I really want Marvel to do stuff like this, like in the future, which I mean, you know, I know it's going to happen. But like, you know, these self-contained stories that fit within the timeline, delve deep with like, you know, like, like you know, like uh, a few members or so, even like, you know, mini teams, like um, not a lot of people know about this, but I would love to see um like an alpha alpha flight uh team uh, to team up in like a mini series alpha, alpha flights like you know kind of like a mini team no one really knows about them a little bit it consists of like small heroes you should check them out they're pretty cool it has like north star north star's like you know pretty big he's pretty big in the 90s but yeah more shit like this please yeah well, and that's... give give michael giacchino more directorial stuff i would be surprised season. if we see some sort of sequel to this next year Maybe not I, next I year because I bet Marvel Studios was like waiting no, to see how this does. But no, it's it's going to be next year. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm contacting Kevin right now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you need to. I bet he's already working on it. <laughs> no, no. All right. He, he, he's going to get contacted. Okay. So just to be safe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I was as like I was alluding to earlier. Because of this, then the success of this, not only do I think we're going to see a lot more, and we've seen it in interviews from like Marvel producers that we're going to be seeing maybe a lot more of uh, Marvel's monster world, uh, which I think is kind of hilarious considering Universal has been trying to get their stupid monster universe up and going for the longest time now. <laughs> and Marvel Studios is just like, yeah, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do one <laughs> just like as an homage or whatever. And then it like fucking kills <laughs> Universal's probably sitting back like the fuck, <laughs> right? But yeah, so I can't. I, I imagine we're going to be you be seeing a lot more of these special presentations, especially after World by Night. Whether it's, I, I doubt it's just going to be these monster type movie or yeah, little mini movies. But also, I think years ago now. Well, I'll back up. Like before, Marvel used to do these one shots, like in between movies that were awesome there was one with colson called on the way to thor's hammer and there's like another one with well there's a couple with Sitwell, and there's all the infamous and pretty popular one now all hail the king with trevor slattery and you know the whole 10 rings and the mandarin whatever uh those were those they're all of them were like really cool just tiny tiny little short films um and marvel fans have including myself have wanted that to come back for years now. And Marvel producers are like, yeah, we want to do that too. And I think that's essentially what these special presentations are. I think that's, they sort of, they wanted to bring those back, but maybe they couldn't justify necessarily like just doing all these, like bringing these like, like relatively big actors for, (laughs) for like five, 10 minute shorts, uh, but to have these special presentations that are one-offs maybe uh, that are closer to an hour, like 40 minutes to an hour. I think the I think that's, that's not only 
better for the audience because we get more stuff, but it also allows them to tell more story. For sure. But yeah, let's talk about the gore for a little bit. You you talked about it a little bit earlier. Personally, I thought it was a little overhyped, but not like I was like, oh, I was expecting more. Uh, but like, I had also heard it on Twitter, like, yeah, there's, there's not as much gore as uh, maybe you're expecting. But there, it was still a, it was still more than your typical Marvel Studios <laughs> um, uh, production. I mean, there, I mean, it was still there for sure. Uh, none of it made me like physically like go uh, his leg like it like Black Bolt did when his fucking brain exploded. <laughs> yeah uh but it was again it was still a lot more than marvel studios is usually used to which is a nice change of face very i'm happy with it most definitely and like i say yeah i brought up how like you know they they were able to get away with it because you know it was in black and white so there was stuff like that but yeah i really 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 enjoyed um that aspect that hallway that hallway or the little room scene with with werewolf just mauling everybody yeah. was amazing really really good <laughs> yeah and like um also ababa that was filmed in t- 12 days 12 days really yeah that was filmed in 12 days wow so yeah that was amazing they re- they really got to work on that i mean granted like you know it, it, that's that's kind of fine you know it wasn't like i mean you could see that for sure Sure. And the and uh man thing was completely practical effects. Well, it was all practical. Mostly practical. Yeah, like the eyes clearly weren't practical, but a lot of the, yeah, like a lot of the head movements were practical and him like running and shit was it was not practical. But yeah. yeah, well I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, a lot of most of this was practical, which clearly shows and obviously had to be done to really pay homage to that era of film. Uh, yeah. and yeah, it paid off really well. It did. It looked great. Cheap, but that's the point. <laughs> I mean, cheap, it looks, it looks cheap, but it also looks incredibly expensive. <laughs> Low budget, high quality. Exactly. Cause you also have big, big boy, man thing. Speaking of which, let's talk about our boy, Ted. Ted Salas, AKA man thing. Fucking love him. He's so cool. He's the best. <laughs> he's, adorable, he's adorable. I didn't know what to expect from him. I thought he was just going to be like, uh, bad take, uh, <laughs> and just kill people. But no, bro's adorable. We all need a Ted. We all, indeed. I, I, I need a plushie. Man, yeah, on a Ted plushie. Yes, Ted plushie. But, oh my God, like, and like, it was also one of the things where it's like, yeah, you know, I didn't know how, yeah, I didn't know how much of Man Thing we were going to get. But we got we got like a good amount. Yeah, we also saw him disintegrate multiple people. <laughs> yes, and that was satisfying, especially with that freaking that last last bitch. Mm-hmm. God, that was satisfying. Very, <laughs> um, and, but just the way he communicates, just in grunts, is really is yeah. Really fun. <laughs> also, like one of my favorite parts is when um, Elsa gets the bloodstone. And everything turns into goes back into color. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, her jacket's like hyper red. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> which makes sense because usually in the black and white stuff to really give stuff a certain look, it has to be like really vibrant colors. Mm. Which is what they did on uh, WandaVision. Vision was blue for the black and white stuff. I also like that they they some they managed to do a lot of the criticized upon like mcu humor it's still yeah. doing like pretty well like all the stuff with man thing was like clearly like it's pretty mcu you know what i mean yeah uh i like the i like the bit where uh elsa is you know uh she had to fight that one guy <laughs> i don't know i don't like i don't know their names but like and she like used his weapon against him and like just went straight through like the like, bottom yeah. of his head yeah, I was like, "Oh, gross." Yeah, if, I knew. I, yeah, I knew that actor looked familiar, but he was in Fast and Furious, so I know about him. In Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I really, I really like the characters in that. Well, the characters that we actually get to know. <laughs> so, like, obviously, Ted World by Night, and Elsa was really good. Like, really, really good. I really enjoyed her. I, I hope we get more of them in the future. 
Yeah, I would definitely want to see more of um, Elsa Blood Sun because, like, she's probably. Um, I know she's. In, I think she's in a. She's in a Doctor Strange comic. Oh, but she, she has her own line of comics, which is pretty cool. She could be. I mean, I don't think that's what her character is, but they could like they could like make make her the MCU's like Constantine. Probably, I mean, probably. I mean, she doesn't have like powers like that. I know, but they could give her powers like that. Nah. Yes. No, can't really do that. They can though. No. Why? Yeah. Would, why? Why would they do that? What? Like all the Elsa Bloodstone what? fans, fanboys are just gonna like come out of the woodwork, like yeah, you're ruining the character. They can't do that unless I say so. Jesus. <laughs> Man, I have nothing else to really say. I'm just keep repeating myself. I feel like when there's no there. I mean, there's Marvel doesn't really introduce stuff to just let it sit there forever. So like, I feel like it's almost like a guarantee that they'll come back, especially man thing. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, man thing has like, a he has like a connection to like Franklin Richards. So hopefully we'll see that in the like near, near future. But, um, he looks so I, good. I just want to see, I just want to see werewolf by night and blade blade. And even Moon Knight. God, he was supposed to make a cameo in this guy. Damn. I know. We lost. Still great, though. I bet that was because there was no post credit scene to this. Nope. I wonder if that was supposed to be the post credit scene. I wonder if that's it. Nonetheless, this was definitely top three, top five, even phase four project. Really? Yeah. I I gave it four stars. That's fair. I think it's better than No Way Home, to be honest. Well, no, you don't. Nah, I don't think so. It was really hard because, like, any anytime there's an MCU project, I like to, I always like put it in the lower ranking thing. I don't take it that seriously, but like, I was, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I do not know where to put this because it's not like, it's not a series, so it's, but it's not a, it's not a movie. There's more stuff you can do in a movie. So like I don't know it's it was really hard. I ended up putting more putting it more towards the bottom because it's like even though I really liked it with movies and shows, I mean there's more content, there's more stuff for me to like. So just inherently, <laughs> it was towards the I don't know I don't know. It was really difficult for me to put for me to rank it because yeah. I, I felt bad putting it at the bottom. I was like it, it feels wrong to put it here, but at the same time everything above it, I'm like I also really like. It. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel you. Generally, whenever I bring things, yeah, you know, of course I bring them off of enjoyment and like how you know, kind of not like objectively, but like it kind of just my enjoyment, like like watchability. Yeah. Like when I ever go back and watch this again, I definitely would. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Like, you know, like it's 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 really it's really good and it's like own and it's like own thing. But it's like it doesn't have like enough content for it to be like up there with like you know fucking like you know some movies which I get. Yeah, I gotta I gotta re- I gotta update my my um, marvelous so I can put so I can put it in like the the ranks and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to say? I don't think so, but it's probably gonna be one of those things where we end the show and then I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, <laughs> we didn't talk about this thing. Put it in post. I'm not gonna put it in post. <laughs> Why not? It's too much work. No, no, it's not. It is too much work. I don't think so. I mean, is, is that is the show then? Uh oh. Well, actually, let me let me uh, say something real quick, real quick, real quick. Um, I think I'm gonna move the shows to Tuesdays okay. because I'm losing my mind. No, because. <laughs> Uh, I just have, it would just, it just fits better in my schedule <laughs> just to edit. I mean, we won't be like ahead of the curve with the Marvel news and shit, but, um, just for my sanity, <laughs> I'm just going to move yeah, the shows to Tuesdays. I, I feel you. Yeah. So expect it on Tuesdays. I was going to make a tweet, but no one fucking follows us. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's the show. That's the show. All right. Time to do this by memory again. I haven't done it for a week, so I've lost it, probably. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E, nerds. All one word. If you want to follow uh, us, I'm 
It's Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? Nowhere. Follow us on our social medias, please. Please follow us on Twitter. I mean, we don't, well, I don't, I, hard. we'll post a lot there, but you know, you know, uh, just, just still do it. Thanks. Please. <laughs> but yeah, um, we also have a discord. If you'd like to join the conversation there, all those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple podcasts. So if you leave, if you could leave five stars in review, it would really help us out. Leave a fucking review. <laughs> <laughs> leave a review and you know, like like we want you to leave a review because not only does it like legitimately does it it helps out the show because it it pushes it out more uh but also we'll read your review out on the show and you get a little, little bit of a little bit of a shout out you know what i mean uh so yeah do those things <laughs> five stars please you can also review it on spotify if you're on spotify you can't like leave like a like a review review but you can give it five stars so if you could do that too please at least I, th- I don't think you can leave like a written review. Maybe you can. And I just don't know about it. I don't know. I don't use Spotify, but <laughs> leave, leave five stars review. It really help us out. Thanks again for listening to adventures podcast. We'll see you next week with the she Hulk finale. Later. <laughs>